You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Yeah. 2022. We here. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Hey, hey, Let's go, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. All right, all right, let's do it, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this Twitter space episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. And this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Check out the Delago Resort and Casino. It is the jewel of Waterloo. Uh, wanted to, we're going to basically spend this space discussing uh, the Buffalo Bills' victory over the New New York New Jersey Jets, twenty to twelve today. Um, by the way, it was nice to have a 1 p.m. game for once on Sunday, wasn't it? Let's see, we had Thursday night game, and then we had a Sunday game in a different city, and then a Thursday night game again. This was kind of nice. This was kind of nice. But the Buffalo Bills defeated the Jets 20-12. to um, It wasn't pretty, and I don't think any of you guys out there would have thought that it was a, it was a, it was a pretty win. It was a dominating win, um, but a win nonetheless. Um, it's kind of like the last four weeks have been for the Buffalo Bills, the last four games, I should say, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen had a stat line of 16 for 27 for 147 yards and one touchdown. Uh, no interceptions today. Uh, I think the key, one of the key stats being today is that Josh Allen didn't turn the ball over. So, uh, and that was just enough to win it because if you notice that the Jets had a couple of turnovers and that, that really made the difference today. Unlike last time when the Bills played the Jets and the Bills turned the ball over uh, several times. Um, Josh Allen had another stat line that was very similar. Like I said, 147 yards. He led the Bills' rushing attack with 47 yards, one touchdown. Um, the Jets had more offense than the Bills did. They had more offensive production than the Buffalo Bills did. Did that surprise any of you guys? Because I think it surprised me a little bit, uh, especially considering the weather conditions. I thought that they were both going to struggle. I thought the Jets might have struggled a little bit more, especially with Mike White coming in and out. Um Several times, it felt like uh, several different injuries. The Bills were getting pressure on Mike White. I thought Greg Rousseau had a tremendous game today, um, <clears throat> and you always kind of wondered how it was going to look without Von Miller at all next to him. Um, 
and hopefully this is a taste of what we're going to see. More pressures by Greg Rousseau and more of the other guys like A.G. Epinesa, Boogie Basham stepping up. Um, if, uh, if you guys are new to our Twitter space, this is a chance for you guys to get into your thoughts. So go ahead, hit that request button. I'll get to all of you guys um, if I can. I'm uh, going to try to. Um, one of my guys, one of my favorite guys to talk to, Big R, is in, longtime listener to the podcast. And uh, Big R, give me some, give me some thoughts on, uh, on today's win and things that you like, maybe things that you didn't like. What's, what's up, Nate? Uh, hey. Well, I guess what I did like is, again, with Josh Allen and this Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott, this is a game we probably lose, even with better talent in years past. But like, you know, we persevered through the weather and won. So that's, that's the key. What I did like is we won. We got to keep winning to keep <laughs> the one seed. So that's most important. Um, another thing I liked, um, just, just the defense, you know, they, they besides, I, mean, I feel bad for Dane Jackson because he got picked on, but at the end of the day, they gave up 12 points to a playoff caliber team with, um, you know, a lot on the line. So, you know, real happy with, with that effort. Um, you know, I was, the defensive hits, I mean, what I didn't like was the Jets. We talked about this before, I think, on this space, where I thought it was crazy the Dolphins brought Tua back. I thought it was equally crazy <laughs> after Milano folded Mike White on that hit, the legal hit, just put him just like – you saw him scream in pain. Like I've never, mm -hmm. I haven't seen that in NFL game in a long time. I was a little uncomfortable. I was like, "Oh, geez, he's hurt," and he's showing me he's hurt. They're not panning away. <laughs> They're zooming <laughs> in on his screaming face. And hats off to he balled out. I mean, he played really well for you know in those conditions as a quarterback. But I thought it was kind of nuts they, they they put him back out there and apparently had an ambulance take him uh, <laughs> for. <laughs> to, to the hospital after precautions. I, I didn't. I didn't read that. Did they? They took him in the hospital after the game. Yeah, that, that's what. That's what wow. I saw in a tweet. I didn't follow up on mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, it, it's just like, kind of, again, you know, it's the NFL. It's like tough guys. I get it, but that's that second hit because you know that wasn't the first hit. Uh, I thought they would just let Joe Flacco finish the game out, but um, you know, I things I didn't like. I didn't like just kind of we were really scared in the second half when we were up. You know, if we get one first down, we could have ended that game. And I know we went for it with the, the, that throw to Knox, but then it didn't connect. I just felt like we could have used a little more of that, that effort, you know, uh, when we were up and trying to conserve the, the best way to keep a lead is score more, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it just, you know, maybe up the, the play calling by 10%. Um, but, you know, again, they won. So it's like, I, I don't, you win a, you win a division, tough, hard fought division game. I have trouble complaining. Um, you know, I thought it was, interesting you know seeing that presser with i don't know who it was who asked josh allen about the quality of the offense mm -hmm. like this isn't a super bowl i mean and he went okay <laughs> and <laughs> i you know the thing is like we had a similar drought maybe perhaps worse drought last season you know that nine six loss to jacksonville um and we came out in the playoffs playing out of our minds with a 47 17 win and then the no punt game against kansas city so I, you know, I, I like that question because I like Josh's response. <laughs> like, it gave me confidence. You know, it's like, oh, maybe I, you know, maybe I don't have to worry. Like, just, he's just like, okay. <laughs> like there's maybe, not that there's something up the sleeve, but there's another gear they just haven't had to reach. So they're not reaching for it. Um, but overall, I'm 10 and three, I'm never complaining. I was watching Jeff Tool play the Chiefs many moons ago. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we're, we're 10 and three. On our way to eleven and three, twelve and three, thirteen and three, fourteen and three, and then we're gonna have that first seed, and then 
playoffs are kind of crazy, but I think we're going to win out. Playoffs hard for me to predict, but I feel good. I don't know. I, I, I feel good after that win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I mean, you know, there's there's always things that you'd like to. I mean, there's stuff in the last three wins before this that I would have liked to have improved. But like you said, a win is a win. Now, one of the one of the big questions I think in today's game was the offensive play calling by Dorsey in yeah. certain areas. I like specifically. I'm thinking of off the top of my head. You mentioned the Knox play, um, like that rollout to the left towards the end of the game where he was just yeah. um, enveloped by, like, four Jets defenders at once. And I'm like, what kind of play was this? What did you draw up, Dorsey? Um, I think that was one of the biggest questions I had. But but the weather was an issue today. Uh, yep. And then, like, you saw, like, even during the game, like, Stefan Diggs was wide open in the first quarter, and Josh just missed him. Like, he was off mm-hmm. today in certain areas. I mean, you know, he did make some good completions, but there were certain areas where he was just off today, and it might have had to do with the weather. So um, I don't know if I give him a pass on that or what, because Mike White threw for almost 300 yards today, but he was throwing, you know, you know. 50 passes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was close to 50. It was, he was throwing a lot. He was throwing, so, exactly. And- I, don't know, I feel like the Jets beat us because they ran us to death. So a good defensive strategy to make Mike White try to beat us. And he had some good throws, uh, but then he didn't. <laughs> 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 and, like, he got smashed a few times. He held the ball too long. Um, whereas a better quarterback play would have thrown it away quicker or, or got it out faster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is, you know, we've had some messy, it's just like six or seven messy games in a row, but we're like four and two in those messy games. We've won our last four in a row. Exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. Four in a row. Yep. Exactly. And like with three of those games in twelve days or something insane. So, yeah, the fo- football is hard. Um, if you look around the league, like I guess the Eagles, the Niners, who lost their starting quarterback or backup quarterback, you know the dom- the dominant teams aren't that dominant. And the Chiefs today, yeah, they won, but they didn't look like incredible. Mahomes had like a lot, a lot of dumb throws. So, mm-hmm. like no no one is pitching a perfect game every week. Um, I think the first few weeks really spoiled us as fans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, I think so too. Is, that Titans game, especially mm-hmm. that Titans game, was was like a, playing Madden on rookies. Like at least <laughs> you just don't have those games. That's a, that's not normal for the NFL. And I think these like grind them out wins. And I think you look at the way the Lions play. Um, that win looks way more impressive in hindsight. Mm-hmm. That, that line seems good. Yeah, they are. Um, it so, beat up on the Vikings today. Sure did. Yeah, and, and so you think about that win it was on the road on things. Their Super Bowl. And we beat him. Um, if Josh Allen sneezes and falls forward in the Minnesota game, we win that game. <laughs> so it, it is it is a great time to be a Bills fan. I, there's always – you and I are about the same age, Nate. You see, yep. I see like a lot of younger fans having – you know, who are just torn up about Von Miller. And I was too. I was sad. But, like, we're, we're 10 and 3. All things are possible through Josh Allen. Um, we, we've – you and I were molded, uh, shaped by the drought. <laughs> You know, and so yeah. like you, I, I'm just so grateful to have meaningful football this late in the year. It was not like that for <laughs> most of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so like this win is like this is this is like a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick play bad but win against a division rival win. Like we're becoming that kind of team, which is great. And hopefully, we can keep that up year to year. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny you mentioned the drought. Like the drought, if I think about it, I try not to think about it because it makes me upset. <laughs> but like we were definitely molding it. Like you said, we're about the same age. Like they took, the drought took my late teens and all of my uh-huh. 20s and part yep. of my 30s. And it's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, you know, like all these years, I, I couldn't enjoy being a fan for so long. And and if if you were, if you and I were watching 
a game like this during that time frame and the Bills were up yeah. 20 to 12, you know damn well what would happen is the oh, Jets yeah. would have gotten the ball back, they would have scored, they would have gotten the two-point conversion and the game would be in going into overtime, which they would inevitably the Bills would have coughed the ball up or something and lost, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, you know, they, just, they would have scored on some wacky running play, two-point conversion <laughs> doesn't work, but they get the onside kick. <laughs> like, you know, and now, honestly, and it's it's like you create your own luck, and you create your own luck with having good, a good a GM who knew to get Josh Allen over everybody else, yep. a good GM to get Tremaine Edmonds, a good GM to get Tredavious. Like, you know, I know no team is perfect, but he, like he, we, if you get more things right than not, you're in this position, which is like the best team in the division. Next week's going to be spicy. I mean, that's going to be a really important game. Um, I mean, Tua's looked incredible this year, objectively. I, I don't think he's lost if he's played a complete game. Or, or pre- yeah, I think yeah, because last week he got injured. Um, so it'll just it'll just be interesting. I think that's going to say a lot about this team. And I love for Josh to just throw for four hundred and just like calm people down a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I know what you mean. But, I mean, do you feel like thirteen games in the season last year? I forgot where that was. Like, do you feel better about our Super Bowl chances oh. at the same time last year? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think we were either like eight and five or seven and six or something at that at that point. I think we were seven and six because I believe the Bills let one out for the rest of the year um, to get to eleven and six. Uh, so I uh, <clears throat> I feel much better this year. Uh, I, I I would feel a lot better if Von Miller didn't just go out for the entire season yeah. instead yeah. of like that was that was a big blow. I haven't had a chance to talk about that and. Uh, I, I know I know what you mentioned uh, makes sense. It rings true. It's true that Josh Allen, everything is everything is possible through Josh Allen. <laughs> like all, all things, all things are are made. You know, but it's what's funny is though. Like uh, we didn't miss him today, but I feel like there will be some games that he's missed. Now, somebody, yeah. some some listeners, some followers were bringing up on Twitter, like, hey, you know, like hot take, like we didn't, we don't really need him. He wasn't. He wasn't as impactful as folks thought he was. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that to a point. I was thinking he might be, in my own head, I thought he might be a little bit more impactful, sure. But he was definitely the best pass rusher that the Bills had. Still. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's like the closer. He's, you know, he led that, that big pick against KC. That was pressure from him. Exactly. In a game where like, I felt like we couldn't stop them. I mean, he is, it is nicer to have him than not. It's just like I, you know, it's just like losing Trey White. I think it's almost like similar in that way, same holiday. Mm-hmm. But and, and like we were still able to beat the Chiefs on the road without that person. Like I still think it's possible. It'll be harder. Yeah, it'll be more difficult. But as long as Josh's elbow is okay, I mean, like <laughs> that's yeah. that's we have we're gonna have uh, a puncher's chance because we have smart defensive players, a smart system. Uh, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's not going to be, and let's be honest, like he's not, he's not facing a top five, top six defense like the Jets every single week like that, you know, like in a great run game against that that to kind of slow down that offense. And I'm looking forward to checking out some of the footage, but like it seemed like people just weren't open. And so Josh played smart. Like they have a fantastic secondary and defense. Um, So he took what was available, uh, and I'll put it this way before I sign off. Like this game, I had my four month old on me mm-hmm. at the, the tail end of the game where he'd be really stressed. He passed out. I was super calm. It was just basically, I just, I don't know, I just felt like we had it and we did. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm excited for next week. 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. So go Bills, and thanks for letting me chat, Nate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Big R. I appreciate you coming in, brother. Thank you. Go Bills. Big R uh, had a lot of really good points in there. I'm going to get to those in a few. I wrote a bunch of them down. Um, But uh, my guy Colby has been waiting at least four hours to come in there. So uh, I got to add you in, Colby, and get your thoughts in too, brother. What's going on? Hey, Nate. How you doing? Hey, hey. I'm doing pretty well, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh glad you did a space it's been a while um, i only did a space just so you know i only did it so i could talk to you so oh, that's so that's thank, you, no problem nate, thank you nate <laughs> i i i appreciate it i love but, talking man i i uh, I, I, I actually do a, too. <laughs> i actually do apologize I've, i haven't done it in a couple of weeks and it's been like three games that i haven't just things have come up but i'm glad that we could do it tonight i'm glad you're in man what's going on bills bills no. related oh yeah yeah um of course um I, I really felt like the game was kind of, I don't know, I had the vibe of it was kind of in hand most of the game. Uh, I felt like the Bills were going to win this game outright. Uh, I There were a lot of negatives and there were some positives. Um, it was good to see the Dawson-Josh uh, Allen connection get back going uh, with that Dawson Knox touchdown as the first touchdown the Bills scored. Uh, it's good to see Allen get another touchdown with his legs. Uh, it was good to see our defense is forcing a lot of turnovers. Uh, we were getting a lot of hits on Mike White, really caught, shaking him up and causing him to go out several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the, the problems are, I feel like Dorsey needs to open up the playbook. I mean, he really needs to go open up the playbook and scheme, try to scheme a lot of guys open. I mean, you have a tight end that you just paid a lot of money to, to be this weapon and you're not u- utilizing him. You, it took this game to utilize him more. And uh, yeah, I think he was like the best receiver, right? Yes, he was. That, that is, that's pathetic in my opinion. Uh, you know, Diggs didn't have a great game. Uh, you know, uh, Davis didn't have a great game. And why is Isaiah McKenzie still playing, man? <laughs> God, he I love him as like a person, you know, I, I love all the things he does charity wise and he's a great guy, but God, he makes all the wrong moves. It's like, like, like do the bills need me to come, come out and say, Hey, could let me come play slot for you. Cause I at least can catch the ball nine times out of 10 more than Isaiah McKenzie can. It, that's just, it infuriates me. But, and I, I, I want to see the bills go to the rookie, uh, Khalil Shakir, because I feel like he has a lot more star power to bring, and I really just I need that. Also, I just want to shout out. Uh, I'm going to shout out. I know people are going to hate this. I'm going to shout out Zonovan Knight due to the fact that uh, he's a player that played for uh, my favorite college team, NC State, and uh, I just wanted to shout him out. He got his first touch career, t- uh, first NFL career touchdown today, and I, I really was happy about that for him. 
but I hate that it came to the Bills, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but, that's, that, that's, that's fair, man. Dude, hype up your guy. I mean, he's not... I, he was he was your guy before he was a jet so yeah it. he was he was he's been my guy for a long time i've seen him return kicks i've seen him play in real life i've high-fived him several times and he he's he's just a great dude man and uh, i i'm not gonna sit here and talk about him because i'll get emotional because i actually really like the guy mm-hmm. um but i'm happy the bills won that's what now four in a row yep uh, I'm happy with how the team's moving. It's just things need to be cleaned up. And then I'm just going to throw this little hot take out. And I, I mean, I, I sent you a hot take for the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Ken Dorsey, man, I, I don't know about him. And I re- hot take, I don't think he's going to be the Bills offensive coordinator next year. And I really don't. But anyway, thank you, Nate, man. I always enjoy these. And uh, go Bills and Bills Mafia. Love you forever. Oh man, go Bills, man! Thank you so much, Colby. Uh, it's so cool. I I love the emotion Colby brings um, each week, and uh, he hit a lot of so so big R real quick. Big R and Colby hit on some really cool things, um, which I'm going to mention. By the way, this uh, Twitter space is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to try to keep doing these throughout through the rest of the season, through the end of the season, into the playoffs. Um, hopefully we have that first week off, not going to lie. Uh, I hope I'm not doing one then, but <laughs> um, I will still be doing it then, hopefully. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, Big R brought up a couple of good things. Defensive effort was good um, by the Buffalo Bills today, you know, all things considered. You know, Mike White had to throw almost 50 times to get almost 300 yards. It's not a great effort, and most of those passes, if you saw, were like dink and dunk passes. Um, although... The defensive effort, I, I definitely agree with Big R. It was good. The things that need to be cleaned up, though, uh, in my opinion at least, are things like tackling. <laughs> like like tackling. Like, like let's stop bumping the other players and actually wrap them up and tackle them. It seems to me, like the Bills have a great defensive line, right? Even minus Von Miller. Like, the Bills are, st- Daquan Jones is a stud, right? We have, like, at Oliver Stud right next to him. Dog, right? Dog at Oliver. Dog, Daquan Jones. Greg Rousseau is Greg Rousseau is an elite run defender. He's really good. You put all those guys together, and it felt like today that they were getting there when they had to, but then the first guy never seemed to bring the ball carrier down. Like, like the first guy was just, like, just slowed him down a little bit, right? Like, you'd get him in the backfield, but then the guy would always shake him off, right? Something like that. Um, I saw it sometimes in the secondary. I saw Dane Jackson. Besides coverage, Dane Jackson, which is a whole other issue. Tackling Dane Jackson wasn't amazing either. Um, so I'd see these guys, like there'd be, you know, the line would collapse. The offensive line would collapse. they do like a short, you know, run. The Bills would just gobble up this ball carrier, but it wouldn't be the first guy that got to him. It would be the first guy that got to him, bumped him. And the second guy would get him, maybe slow him down, maybe grab an ankle. Guy still wasn't down. And the third guy would bring him down. That seems to be a theme that is somewhat common. Imagine if they actually tackled him on the first try. Just saying. Um, the third and long conversions have got to stop. Like, this is a Leslie Frazier thing. Like, I know he's being conservative. He doesn't want to give up the big play. I completely get that. When it's third and 12, stop giving up 13-yard passes. Stop playing so soft that you give up those plays. Like, I'm sick of it. It's been like, I don't know, four or five, six weeks now that that's continued to happen. Um those have to stop. Uh, Jerry Sullivan's question that Big, Big R brought up, <laughs> he basically said, 
it wasn't even a question. The thing that gets gets me about it is he didn't even ask Josh Allen a question. He just said, this offense doesn't seem like it's a Super Bowl offense. And Josh is like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> it reminded me, I was trying to think of after the game, what it reminded me of. And it reminded me of that scene in, in um, old school when Vince Vaughn is talking to all the new recruits that are coming in to be part of the fraternity, all the new pledges that are coming in. And he's holding like a Q&A session for all the new recruits. And uh, the one guy says, uh, you know, oh, I have a question. He's like, okay, guy that probably won't get in to the fraternity. <laughs> he's like, uh, so uh, I forgot exactly what he asked. And then Vince Vaughn was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, okay. And uh, the dismissive tone was just like spot on from, from Josh Allen. Because what's he supposed to say to that? You're right. We don't, you're right, Jerry. We don't have a Super Bowl caliber offense. Like get GTFOH, Jerry. Um, I also, Big R also brought up the no stress at the end of the game. That's nice, man. That was a good feeling today. Bills were up 20 to 7. Even after that safety, even after that block punt that ended up being a safety, which, by the way, how happy were you that, that it did not actually end up being a touchdown? That's, what, that's all I was thinking about. I'd be like, good, fine. You know, have it be, have it be a, have it be a uh, two point play because they were going to, they were going to punt it anyway. So it's like, okay, well, now he's punting it from his 20. So really, all you did was give up two points. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Um, and then it ended up, you know, not mattering. Colby bringing up Dorsey opening up the playbook. Um, I was listening to the Bills pregame with Eric Wood and Chris Brown and those guys, Sal Capaccio, and they mentioned how the Bills really haven't pulled out any trick plays this year. And Brian Dable used to do about one per game. And if not, maybe if he didn't do one one week, he might break out two the next week. We're missing that this week or this season. We're missing that kind of freshness, the, the, the kind of thing to open up the defense and be like, hey, there's something else you got to study for. Um, they don't have that this season. And uh, when Diggs is not, when Diggs is covered and Josh can't go to him, they need another player that can shoulder that load. Just like Colby mentioned, it was Dawson Knox today, which was great to see. Other people got to step up, other folks got to step up. And to his point, Colby's point about Isaiah McKenzie, dude. I'm done with the Isaiah McKenzie experiment. I was done five weeks ago. This is this has to be the Khalil Shakir show. It's got to be a Khalil Shakir. It, we're we are 13 games into the season. Uh, I understand he's a rookie, but that is 13 games past training camp. The guy, if, if he's not ready now, I don't know what he's. One of the things that gets me about Isaiah McKenzie is he seems to drop all the passes at the most important points in the game. Think about the Chiefs game when it was fourth and goal. And he tripped on his own feet, and he missed that pass from Josh Allen, wide open. Um, it always seems like a third down conversion where it just drops out of his hands. Like, he's just not reliable. And you think about Khalil Shakir. Oh, the other thing about Isaiah McKenzie, which I don't like. You know, I like him as a face, his joking personality. I like the fact that he's got a personality. That's great. The thing that I don't like is that, besides the fact that he's not reliable catching the ball, is that as soon as he gets hit, he's down. He's a small guy. He gets bumped. We were talking about bumping and tackling and stuff, how that doesn't work on running backs. Uh, that works on Isaiah McKenzie. You can, he'll be going across the middle, you bump him with his shoulder, he's down. He's a small guy. Khalil Shakir is much bigger. I, I wouldn't say much bigger. Okay, let's say he's two, three inches bigger. He weighs more. He has better hands. McDermott, I understand you not wanting to put him in at the beginning of the season, but you got to start giving him more snaps, man. Because let's say... Isaiah McKenzie does go down. Jamison Crowder is still out on IR. So who's your slot backup? You know, like the, when if if something happens to Isaiah McKenzie, Kalu Shakir doesn't have enough snaps 
to really go in. Now he has to go in. Like you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting him more snaps and getting him ready for potential playoff run. Something happens and he needs to go in. It needed to be like 90-10 snaps, McKenzie and Shakir at the beginning of the season. It needed to be 50-50 by like two weeks ago. And now it needs to be 70-30 Shakir over McKenzie. And you can just let McKenzie do that little jet sweep motion thing he does all the time. I'm fine with that. Just let Khalil Shakir be the, the slot, slot receiver. Okay? Um, that's all I got to say about that, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, again, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. You will be able to hear this entire Twitter space um, on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. You'll also be able to hear our other podcast, the post-game show, which we're going to do, uh, which we're just about to record, actually. I'm, I'm going to leave this and then go record on that with my co-hosts, John and Mike. And so be sure to check out the, all of these episodes out on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Uh, and for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you guys so much for contributing, for listening, and being a part of this. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. What they gonna do in Matt Milano? Coming with the blitz off the edge Don't you throw it in the air Cause Trey White and Micah High will intercept Von Miller getting double team Now the team getting easy sacks Russo with the double moves Coming straight for the quarterback Take him down, take him down McDermott clapping on the sidelines And the crowd going crazy Mafia, it's our time Josh Allen, it's your time It's the Mafia, yeah Sunday, one Bills drive Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. 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 It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who's blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field, see no one open, so he scrambled right. He sees somebody open, but he off balance, so he gotta be focused. Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock, 70 yards. Will it be caught? Gabe Davis or Jay Crowder? Down the field, past the whole roster. That Steph Diggs make it so easy. Touchdown, high my feel rocking every Sunday. Got a hangover on every Monday. Get your bass kicked, you know we winning. Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us? With Devin and Cook, you know we great. If you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate. Nah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No one. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. 
Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>